Hey, this is your wrestling podcast fix. Follow us on Facebook at the Enziguri Pro Wrestling Discussions, on Twitter at the Enziguri, and catch new weekly episodes of the Enziguri on SoundCloud.com. What's going on, everybody? Yeah, I'm doing well. How are you doing? Um, I'm not too bad. How about yourself? Uh, had How a good day. You? Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, Juicy. How you been? Doing good. I missed you, man. Yeah. Been a, a while. Nice, you had a nice, nice birthday? Yeah. Yeah, had a nice uh, birthday. Nice little reprieve. What did you go out to eat? I went out there with some family and friends. Had a nice little good time. Shh. <laughs> I don't want to talk about family and friends. Fuck them. I want to talk about wrestling. Let's talk about wrestling. Okay, let's talk about wrestling. Wrestling, yeah. Wrestling, yeah, wrestling. Nah, nah, just, just bullshitting around. Happy birthday, Jamax. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah. Before we start off with everything, we'd want to say that earlier today we found out that Harley Race finally passed away from his bout with cancer, so... Rest in peace, Harley Race. Condolences to your friends and family. <clears throat> yeah. It's a shame. Um, his son just did a um, Super 8 tournament in, um, for ECWA um, a couple months ago. Yeah, I mean. Their was, last tournament was a couple months ago? Yeah, I think it was a couple months oh, ago. Oh, that the one with like, all the third generation? Yes. Series? Yeah. Yeah. So all of us came, all of us watched during different eras. Like, uh, DB and myself were watching around the what would it be the it was the 1960 late, the, to 91 no 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 i'm talking about the wrestling that we were watching it was what late 80s early 90s it was when late, we first it started was, yeah and, it was 80s and 90s man. and jcl was attitude era slash ruthless aggression era and um so most of the stuff from harley race was like i mean these were things that we caught from like video clips and what other people were saying and just what people you know people mentioned online but as far as what you remember watching him on tv when he was managing vader like being in wwe doing a short stint back in the 90s you know i mean having the feud with junkyard dog and then going to wcw managing um vader and a super Invader, and there's somebody else I can't think right now. Well, th- well, his him managing Vader was the most the, well known one yes. because him and Vader together were basically the equivalent of like how Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar are right now. So, and they worked very well together. It's kind, of, it's like sometimes when you have a very good manager and they go together with the wrestler it, it benefits everybody involved but he was also known for what like the thing what were you we talking about earlier hey hmm? you're you're mentioning a couple of things earlier when we were doing like take 26 oh like um him being the first united states champion yeah yeah him being the first united states champ and then like the first king of the ring winner and then didn't he also invent the diving headbutt 
Yes, he did, and he totally regretted that because of all the events that happened afterwards. I'll say. Yeah, he's been around for a long time. He had different names like Jack Long, Harley Race the King, Handsome Harley Race, the Great Mord Timer. You know what I mean? Not also, to mention, we just discovered that he has quite unquestionably the greatest theme song of any wrestler. <laughs> Like, what does it go well with? Oh my god. Alright, look. I'm giving you guys a homework assignment. Go on YouTube, look up his theme, and then search for any car chase or race scene that you can find from a TV show or movie. It just goes together so perfectly. We did this and the entire time I said, we gotta get this podcast started, but this is too awesome. I can't end it yet. <laughs> it started out with the bullet car chase, then a couple of Fast and Furious races, then a GTA Live video game version it just goes so well with everything since we know like Harley Race started back in 1960 and we didn't have theme music back then but when closer to the, the 80s era when they started music, introducing theme music into people's entrances it's amazing so he retired in 1991 that's where he became a manager but yeah, he's been around. He was in AWA. He was in NWA. Did he retire from injury or just he just fell? I don't time? know. I really don't know. For some reason, I want to say that it was a, if it wasn't an injury, it might have been a neck injury. But I can't. I can't say for sure. It could be anything. It could be just him getting older and he doesn't want to take any more bumps. That's mostly a lot of wrestlers do nowadays. You know what I mean? It's like oh, I'm done. I thought if it was if it was due to neck injury, it was from the diving headbutts. Possibly. It could be. So. Probably. He was probably low-key the first case of concussions. Eh. Anything can have been possible. But he's been around. Man. And he went into the Hall of Fame. WWE Hall of Fame in 2007, I think it was. Yeah, that that, that was the thing about this. I mean, a lot of people will always talk about the legitimacy of the... Or, the Hall of Fame or whatever and like the people that they pick and the fact that Harley Race's WWE career wasn't really anything amazing but it was the fact that he's still one of the big names of professional wrestling that they were you know they felt the need to acknowledge him so didn't he have a school did he train people and I think he did this one he did yeah so It's crazy, you know what I mean? Rest in peace, Harley Race. Uh. So, talking about um, the comparisons between Harley Race and Paul Heyman when it came to managing the big monster heels. Uh, Speaking of Paul Heyman, so the last episode of Monday Night Raw, according to news, I mean, don't know for sure, but like according to news that it was his first Raw with complete creative control. Okay. And did you catch any of Raw? Yes. Some. It was great. Like, the matches were better. I, They were longer. They made sense. Um, Heyman did a good job. Even SmackDown I thought was good. But the ratings went down on SmackDown. Sorry, well, I don't watch it on Tuesdays. Oh, SmackDown, SmackDown is an interesting case because of the fact of, like, so first, they so first news reports, including WWE themselves, which is amusing that they that they would uh that Bischoff would kind of do a one eighty on this. 
WWE themselves said that Heyman and Bischoff essentially had the same roles on different brands. And now they're kind of saying that um, Bischoff's is not quite the same, possibly. Or the fact of, like, Heyman has more of a creative booking role where Bischoff might be, be more on the business end. Or maybe that was something that Meltzer was saying, and then, like, and then... Uh, oh, but then again, you can have to take Meltzer's... Dude, Meltzer will tell you... Well, no, it's the, well, signing well, no, it's the cat. Well, no, it's the fact of whatever... Whatever WWE was saying on their YouTube and on their website was kind of different from what they. It's 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 a. Regardless, we're gonna see how it all how everything plays out plays out once SmackDown goes to Fox. But that's later on. Let's talk about Raw right now. Raw it, was decent. It was very obvious if you watched if you watched Raw that somebody else kind of had to say because just because of how everything played out like there was people were mentioning like okay you had Cedric Alexander's current push that's obviously a Paul Heyman project mm -hmm. like or when he dove off the stage that's just stuff that you don't see these days yeah or the 15 to 20 minute matches that you, or actually another one was they said that the so you had the gauntlet match, which the one that they the one that they had with Rollins that kind of pushed them up. Same thing with Kofi, and they were like, you know, we want to keep this up. Basically, we're trying to push new stars. So this is their way of trying to highlight people. But uh, I also heard that Paul Heyman like wants them to basically like chill out with the pushing of Baron Corbin. Corbin wasn't on Raw at all. Oh wow! I didn't even notice. <laughs> yeah, he actually wasn't on Raw at all. So, hey, thanks, Paul Heyman. No. Oh wait. Okay. I was I was thinking about um, Miz and Mrs. He he had a little cameo walking by, but the other thing was was um, Brock Lesnar beating the living hell out Seth. of Seth Rollins. Yeah, that was almost like his Randy Orton SummerSlam. It was. It was. Almost, it was almost uncomfortable to watch, but also in a very, uh, there was probably a very good portion of the audience that was like, yes, Seth, you had it coming to you. Why didn't, why didn't I, like, I really wanted to see Chris Tucker just go over top of Seth Rollins saying, you got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, it was the fact that they basically, it's like, okay, um, we're not going to have, we're not going to have Brock take you to Suplex City. We're going to have Brock take you to F5 City. He got F5 so many damn times in a span of, like, 20 minutes. Right. <laughs> it was, like, what? Like, eight times? <laughs> exactly. It's just like, fuck German suplex. I'm just going to F5 you for most of the night. There was this comment on YouTube where basically it was, uh... Somebody was saying something along the lines of, like... This is what the fans are saying. Oh, Seth is really good at selling. And then, and then Seth in quotation... I'm dying, motherfuckers! <laughs> yeah, that was, like you said, that was really painful to watch. But they, but. Especially when he, like, actually busted his mouth open. But they were trying to play it up as in, like, okay, we need to get sympathy on Rollins. But this was just making people love Brock more. Yeah. It, see, it's a double edged sword. It was, it like, was like when Strowman was beating the hell out of Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 
<laughs> double-edged sword. See, Brock's best asset is just basically beating the shit out of people. So when they start using that to inv- their advantage, it makes people like him in an ironic twist. Plus, Seth's comments in the recent couple of weeks haven't really helped him out either. But still. I think when Creative, or when Heyman was doing the whole storyline segment or whatever, I wonder if he specifically said to Brock with the very last F5. Now, Brock, when you pick him up for the last F5, you have to really sound like a beast. Because <laughs> when he picked him up, you just I, I, I need to pull this up. So keep, keep chatting while I pull this up. So we had the gauntlet match. Did you see that? Yeah. Uh, for the United States. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, that was really good. Rey Mysterio and Cesaro? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was kind of fucked up, like, when he got to Andrade, where yeah. he, like, legit pulled his mask off and basically showed his face on TV. But we've seen his face before. I mean, yeah, but... Not, not on like, WWE. Yeah, not on WWE. But he's still... You, you can see it, but he's still covering it. Yeah, but you gotta remember, that's... Lucha Libre rules state, but when your mask is just taken off, it's like... The ultimate disrespect. It is. But that's how you're going to get over and you're going to be the strongest heel possible. Yeah, but I don't, possible. Think, I don't think it was intentional for them to show his face on camp. Usually when they take his mask off, he covers up. Yeah. And then Ricochet came out and Ricochet... Dude, that whole that whole match was amazing. Yeah, all of the Gauntlet matches were solid. It's like, holy crap. I'm liking this push, this push, this low-key push that um, Cesaro is getting. I felt like he deserved it from the get-go. Oh, the Cesaro and had I, it. And, I, and since we also glazed over his amazing match, since you want to go Alistair. Like, Dude, like, Alistair said that on, didn't he say it on SmackDown? That he has a lot of credit, um, a lot of um, respect to Cesaro. Are, are they going to keep doing this? Oh, I, I want to fight. Where's Finley at? He loves to fight. <laughs> no, okay, here's the clip. And when I heard, when I saw this, or when I I, I, I wanted Superhuman to be like, "Fuck this shit." <laughs> what the hell was that? He like growled like a gorilla. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna okay, get one back more time. To... Oh my god. Oh, and then this part. Oh. Oh, dude. Hold on. He just lost his balls. Fuck this shit. Superhuman, my ass. Yeah, that sounds like Ron's like got the nut, wind legit knocked out of him. He's like, and I lost my balls. Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> Holy crap, dude! Yeah, we need more of that. And then you got the three-way tag team match. Oh yeah, that was that was. Holy awesome. crap! Did you see that balls. coming? I mean, I kind of expected them to change the title to change hands just because they were like pushing him up. But I thought it was going to be the Usos. I just because, you know, no, Usos, no, when Usos, they get arrested, Usos they get titles. Usos are going to get it because of DUI, okay? That was just fucking coincidence. They probably already had in mind that they were going to get the belts, and they were like, well, fuck it. Like, you know, so. Yeah, but at the same time, every time the Usos have won the titles recently, it's after the DUI arrest, so. It's because they just get arrested too much. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Uso Penitentiary. See, they're, they're messing they're going they're, they're going by a gimmick. But yeah, that whole the whole match was amazing. Revival to the let's let's o- mention OCs. I'm, I'm, well, I'm still not a fan of that name. Let's mention it's a, the original it's better, club. It's better than the Viking experience. It's the original well, club. Well, everything. Is. I mean, why can't they just be the club? But they're not even well. the original club until Finn comes around. 
Yeah, but yeah. I would like to see Nakamura join them. And why do they have to be called the original club? They're the only club. Like, no, there's another club. What other club? The Kiss My Ass Club. <laughs> anyway, Maria winning the twenty four seven championship. That was hilarious. Here's a question: <laughs> Is the baby? Inside of her stomach, going to win the twenty four seven title. Oh gosh! Because when not. because when she's sleeping, she's a she's basically getting pinned, right? Yeah, but can the baby? Where's the ref? Yeah, there's a. We they're, get... they're, they're they're somehow they're gonna they're going to play that up. Dude, right? she's gonna have a baby. It's gonna be a hand. And finding out it's Mark Henry's. I tell you one thing though. I feel so bad for Mike. <laughs> He's getting more airtime now. I know. See, but to basically, called a vagina by your wife on see, live television. You know, you know what would be great if he like goes in there, pins her with a ref, and goes "fuck you" and just walk out. No, did you see the comments Drake, Drake Maverick said about that? We were just like, I I have no regrets and no remorse. I will fucking pin a pregnant lady for the title. <laughs> no, and no, his no. wife and his wife replied to the tweet, "Oh." So you'll pin a pregnant girl for three seconds, but not your wife. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is what they're going to do. They're going to have Mike Canales, and I actually said his name right for once. They're going to have him pin Maria, but then the referee is going to be like, "No, the baby's the winner." Because oh, the baby is on top. Amazing. <laughs> and then Mike is like, what the hell? <laughs> and then the baby just ends up being the longest reigning champion. No, our truth will somehow find a way. <laughs> no way to pin the baby. Our truth will be the doctor. <laughs> oh. Oh, this is so horrible. Uh, Please kill me now. What are you talking about? It's amazing. Oh, maybe for an AEW show. What the fuck but, are you talking about? You wanted a fly to live. I don't want to hear your opinion. <laughs> hey, live is awesome. Oh, live you, is awesome. You're not talking about Liv Morgan, do you? No, I'm talking about a fly. Dude, the fly didn't do anything. That could have been Jeff Goldblum. So, um, Becca Lynch defeated Alexa Bliss and... Becky Lynch defeated Nikki Cross. What about Becky's comments where she was like, "Yeah, I don't like the way that they handled the handled the Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins relationship on air." Yeah, they basically like just scut the down people's throats and made it to a point where people were just turned off by it. Mm-hmm. Well, it was you the fact all the time. Well, it was the fact that both of them were supposed to be playing a couple badasses, and that basically completely went opposite of their characters. Yeah, because they're not supposed to be like that. Well, especially Becky right now. Yeah, Be- Becky's supposed to be the one where it's like you know, fuck a boyfriend. I don't need anything. I got myself right. And then Seth is just Seth, and Seth plays his best character when he's playing a character that would curb stomp Becky. Yeah. <laughs> so the Viking Raiders took on some local talent. Dead Meat. Dude. Was that, was that their this, name? I hope so. That would be a great name. But I enjoy that stuff, man. I, I enjoy, like, uh, I old get, school WWE. I, I get bored of that, though. Like, because 
You don't want to see the local town take no, on? No, because you know who's going to win, and you know who's going to get jobbed out. If it's really Until the one, two, three kick comes around. Yeah. And Barry Horowitz. And? Doink. Doink wasn't a jobber. He was. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was the Brooklyn Brawl at one point. But Doink has a character. Oh. oh. Maybe. So, what did you think of the show? Did you think it was a good show? I thought it was a pretty solid show. I I, I thought it was great. You know what I mean? Like, WWE's changing. Yeah, they're continuing their push as being the sophisticated wrestling product. Oh. So, what's your opinion on that? Vince McMahon going on record as saying that WWE is superior to their competition because they're they they're, they push a sophisticated product that does not rely on blood and guts but then of course we have Seth Rollins coughing his blood and guts out yeah <laughs> like do you think it's do you think it's the whole um I'm going to mention politics I really am no, I, I, you know but do you think it's the whole because our current president does that all the time and somebody would say that it's just reverse psychology I'm gonna say that we're doing something else but then we're doing the thing we're bitching about yeah, because there's much. because that 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 is that is a way of drawing people in, as weird as that sounds, is sounding like a complete hypocrite. So, yeah, is is it intentional? It's do you, totally do you think do you do you think that he's just like you, it, it's kind of like the whole controversy creates cash thing, basically. So, it's like when uh, not to mention a little trying to throw him to the bus. Well, it's, it's also, what the hell is it? It was, so Bischoff had an interview not too long ago where he was talking about, um, he was talking about how he wasn't a fan of tag team wrestling, but then he said, oh, I wasn't a fan of tag team wrestling because of budget reasons, because of, um, because of talent costs. And everybody that I was messaging on the message board I was looking at, they were like, we're talking about the guy that basically paid six-figure contracts to people to sit on their ass. So, how does that make any sense? Like, uh, the, I, he didn't. I didn't understand half of his um reason back in the day too. Didn't he just like got rid of like the cruiserweight title too? I think point? that I think that was a I think that was a Russo decision because the cruiserweight. Or, no, because no, because uh. There was a couple of people in the cruiserweight division that, you know what, I think that was around the time when uh, they started trying to push smaller guys, and when you had people like Billy Kidman feuding with Hulk Hogan. Yeah. I think that might have been a that, that was Russo. That, that was Russo. But yeah, it's just the whole, it's, it's, when, it's when the company is saying one thing, and going back to WWE being sophisticated... And, of course, earlier we had to watch the clip of Vince McMahon getting his ass kissed. So there's, like, there's just a laundry list of shit that people can mention now. But as far as the current product goes, like, what are they doing now that is totally not sophisticated? That you what can mention on top of your head. not sophisticated? Yeah. Things where you're like, what the hell are you talking about? You're doing this right now. Well, I mean... Besides Lesnar, like, trying to kill somebody. The whole shit behind the 24-7 title. Or or Maria saying, you know what, I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna have Becky Lynch impregnate me. <laughs> That's sophisticated. Pretty much. Yeah. 
You're saying eh because you're just like eh, whatever. Like what's your? How about the fact that they tried to murder Roman Reigns on SmackDown not too long ago? Or uh, yeah. Or we're sophisticated. We like to we like to talk about Roman Reigns' cancer as part of a storyline. Yeah, that's sophisticated. Mm-hmm. Goldberg versus the Undertaker <laughs> at, at Saudi Mania. That's sophisticated. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or about using a 70 plus year old man to start the storyline for a Wrestlemania match oh man that's classy right there <laughs> that's amazing or Stone Cold telling a story about he how he and Ric Flair went out drinking despite knowing that Ric Flair is not supposed to be drinking and almost died because of it <laughs> Or what about when the primetime players poke jokes at Van Damme? Like, mentioning the, uh, you know, 420 or whatever. You mean the street Or not the... the <laughs> they're the same fucking thing. They're the token black tag team, okay? Like, you know who I'm talking about. Players. You know who I'm talking about. I don't know why I said primetime players. I think it was because it was, like, the Legends Raw or whatever. And I'm, and I'm like... They had a lot of people on there that were not legends, okay? <laughs> like, like Alicia Fox. For Alicia Fox is a legend. She's, she's definitely legend. a legend. She's a legend. She's a legend. She is. That 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 shit with Steve Austin was legendary. I don't say. He agrees. Yes, he does. <laughs> you want to pause? We're sorry we no. mentioned Alicia Fox, Gizmo. No, we know so how you get with her. <clears throat> So no, WWE is not sophisticated. That's a crock of shit. Um, but at the same time, it is kind of funny how AEW with their TV guide picture where everybody's in a business suit. Like there were so many comments about that because they were like, "What are they trying? What are they trying to portray with this? It looks like it looks like a clothing advertisement." <laughs> Maybe they're a suit company now. We're not a t-shirt company. We're a business suit company. You never know. It's AEW. They danced around the the card, but is it going to make me turn on the channel? We know you're not going to watch. I'm going to watch. Speaking of which, they sit just. I just saw a post right now from them saying that on their debut TV show, they're going to crown the first women's champion. Yeah. Yeah. Something something else that was a topic of conversation was, and more people are mentioning this now, is the whole topic of, uh, so are the elite gonna are the elite gonna win every single one of their matches again? And then other people said they're not gonna win all of them, but at this point in time, if they win any of them, they're gonna get scrutinized. So it's like, yeah, that much. was now if they start losing, now we know they're doing it just because the fans are saying it. So. It's no win. There's no win or loss. So basically, they're going to be dealing with the stuff that certain people in WWE deal with, where it's like, oh, okay, win. Oh, it's just okay. But if you lose, oh, you're just pandering. Oh, it's not. You see, this is this is the problem that they 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 keep running into, whether it be WWE, whether it be anybody, is that yes, wins and losses matter. They do matter. Oh my god, what is he bitching about? Um, oh, my mom's here. Okay. <laughs> mom's basements. 
Um, <laughs> no, but yes, wins and losses do matter. You know, because once again, like any time that WWE ran a losing streak storyline, it, it always. It would work if they had really good if they had really good writing. Unfortunately, most of the time they don't. So yeah, it would just like, it would just they only, really they only lucked out with Kurt Hawkins this whole deal. That only worked out because he embraced it. Mm-hmm. Like he was like, you know what? I'm getting more airtime doing this than if I were to win matches. If, you know, so the, he he made that work. But the um, but it all comes down. To people investing their uh, investing like an emotional investment in the storylines that are written, like it doesn't matter if it's a PG product, if it's a if it's a PG thirteen product, or if there's more blood and guts, or you know it, it's the storylines. Like why does NXT do so well? Like what is so radically different from NXT, and why can't they do that everywhere else? Besides the fact that NXT only has so much writing they have to do a week, which is a whole lot less than Raw and SmackDown have. Yeah. You want to start talking about SmackDown this week? Oh, we kind of... No, we didn't. Um, what we talked about? We talked about Raw. Yeah. For once, I think SmackDown was... Or Raw was better. It's like, oh my god, we could, we could start talking about things that are better than SmackDown now. <laughs> oh, wait a second. So, they're... So... No, but do you have anything to add on top of that before we dive into SmackDown? I don't... Really, I agree with, really agree with it. That AEW's going to fail. This first show. Storylines, numbnuts, what do you think of that? That that companies in general oh, need, no, no. To, need to put more focus into the storyline aspect. That has nothing to do with what the product is rated or the matches themselves. Because I had a friend of mine talking to me about this. He was like, oh, wrestling sucks these days. And it's like, the wrestling matches these days are amazing. Yeah. They are ridiculously good. But people don't want to invest as much time into it emotionally because the storylines are not that good. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, right now, I really want to see Trish Travis versus Charlotte because the storyline right there. Got me in my seat going, oh, this is going to be good. There is no storylines. Oh, I'm better than you. No, I'm better than you. That, that, that that's fine. But that is a storyline. That's 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 a storyline from, like, the, the bear. Because there are times where people will be, there, there are storylines that are so weak. That's not even a case of, like, oh, I'm better than this person. It's like, we're literally just having a match just because. You know? So, like, even them having a case of, like, who's better is still a step up from the usual. Mm-hmm. But you didn't... Did you listen to the... But let's... Like, Charlotte had me going, wow, she's putting some emotion to this. Yeah, and Charlotte, for some reason, still looked about 10 years older than Trish. Yeah, right. Charlotte looks like she was, like, a character from Lords of the Rings. I, I was watching... I was watching a clip on YouTube, and I said, wow, look at... Trish in her in her yoga fitness and her tan and just looking awesome, and then cut to a picture of Charlotte, who is not a bad looking person, but it was like, oh my god, the difference is huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's um, well, because you're comparing someone who does yoga to someone who does plastic surgery. 
That's a pretty good plastic surgery, though. She's she's look she's that's the thing though is that she's she's looking a lot better these days than those really shitty nudes that leaked out. Ugh. Those very non-flattering <laughs> nudes. <laughs> Don't even get me started. So I just got the image of Charlotte's nudes out of my head. The the the. Oh, hey, you want to see some? The the crooked me. implants and a flat ass. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll, show you, I'll send you a thousand of them. Tonight. And just a six pack. <laughs> I'll send like, you some. Rick Flair's face. I will send you her nudes tonight. Why do you want to do that to somebody? Because I'm a heel. Send, like send some good ones like Caitlyn. Those were awesome. No, I like Caitlyn. No, but speaking of okay, so we're t- so to get into the subject of storylines. What is the best storyline on the main rosters right now? Right now? Kofi and Randy Orton. Kofi? Okay, it's, for me... Stupid! It's, for me, it's Ty. Kofi and Orton, obviously, and then... Stupid! Balor and Fiend. I have to say, I have to give the nod to Kofi and Orton, just because of the fact that they're finally playing up stupid. Yeah, stupid. You, you love that so much. And the fact that Orton, on the last episode, he was like... You think it used... My pull backstage to hold Stupid. you back. Stupid. You're damn right I did. No, but did did you catch his last promo when or when he the like the the, the backstage interview thing that Orton did mm-hmm. where he was like, oh, Kofi wants to face me at SummerSlam. Stupid. 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 I was like, oh my god, they are play. They. <laughs> it took almost ten years and they are finally getting back to it. Right. It's amazing. Are you ready for the t-shirt that says stupid, stupid, RKO on the back? That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like. I really think Kevin Owens' storylines getting somewhere. You know what I mean? When Shane isn't botching the stunner. Yeah. Um, I think him of all people would know how to do it too, right? Or is he just, is he, is he only used to taking it from Stone Cold that somebody else doing the stunner is falling to him? The thing that I really hate, though, when it comes to how the, annou- <clears throat> how the announcers play these off, is that the announcers half the time are thrown off with some, when some dumb shit like that happens. Like, they, because I was watching the clip going, why didn't they say something like, oh... Shane saw Kevin Owens and he just kind of freaked out a little bit. Like, you know, mm-hmm. they could have played it up instead of, like... There was a okay. There was a clip of um, when Orton hit the RKO on uh, the Big Show, mm-hmm. but he didn't. Like basically, Orton was still standing, and the Big Show just fell. And like they they were basically like, uh, and then I think Michael Cole was like, oh RKO, and it was like, no, <laughs> not even close, <laughs> right? Like Orton had to pick him back up, and then they basically had to do it over again. But it was like it's kind of like when. It's kind of like the Alistair Black and Lars Sullivan with the whiff, the black mask whiff or whatever. It was just like, you could have played it up that Lars was just exhausted and collapsed. You, you said he hit him with it. Like, or like he barely do- avoided it. Like, the best they'll do is just be like, if someone botches their finisher or something, they're just like, oh, it looks like he didn't get all of it. What does that even mean? He didn't get all of it. He didn't get any of it. AJ <laughs> Styles and Ricochet. That storyline's cool. Got me like want to watch more. Samoa Joe attacking people. I'm liking that. At the Samoa Summit not that long ago. Honestly, the best Samoa Joe storyline going on right now 
is him being the up, up, down, down champion. Oh, is uh, he? Yeah, you were talking about that. Blessed be you, I am a preacher of the power game. Who is a bigger gamer, Samoa Joe or AJ Styles? Because Samoa Joe's a that's, pretty big gamer. Dude, the Miz is one too. tough because on one hand, AJ Styles is a good old-fashioned gamer, but on the other hand, I've been to E3 and I've been in the tournaments with Samoa Joe when he was playing Tekken 7. So I can honestly say one and, or the other. It could be different games. I've seen yeah, because AJ's more of classic games. Joe's more of fighters. Did you see the episode of Up, Up, Down, Down with um, Matt Riddle? When he was playing uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? Yes, that was really good. <laughs> if you didn't catch that one, you have to I had to check that, that one. That was funny as hell. <clears throat> I just caught the one with Rhonda when they were doing uh, Turtles in Time. Oh, my God. It's actually really good. Turtles in Time, that's a cool game. She, she was talking about, like, my favorite part is when she was talking about how, like, she's, like, super big in the Pokemon. To the point where she was, like, an admin on, like, Pokemon forums and stuff. And knew about <laughs> IV levels. Like, all the most intricate stuff about the game. And I'm just like, God. Who's this? Ronda. Ronda Rousey. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yo, um, video game nerds. Miz is one. He is? Yeah. Well, he's not. He's not. He plays. I mean, he plays, but he's terrible. But he plays. I mean, yeah, he's a yeah, he's a recurring guest on Up, Up, Down, Down, but he's like... He plays video games. He's bad. He has, it doesn't matter if he's bad or not, he plays. You know what I mean? You're just saying that because you're a Miz fan. If no, it was anybody else, to be like, yeah, this guy it, sucks. He ain't no fucking gamer. He gave... He put up his wife's title. His so? Against um, Xavier Woods in a match. Oh, yeah, and then lost. It lost. <laughs> Shit's circle, man. But, like, like he plays certain games, and he plays sports, and he plays, um, I think it was, like, Tekken. You'll find a way to insert the Miz into any conversation. Oh, yeah. It could be um, a conversation about, like, trying to think of something that makes absolutely no sense. Miz did it. Miz is happening. Yeah. Um, oh, we went We went to Applebee's. Oh, the Miz loves Applebee's. I don't know if he He's does. my favorite wrestler. Right. I didn't, <laughs> did I bring it up at all? No. I didn't bring that up at Applebee's. What are you talking about? It was an example. Oh, my it's gosh. The, it's the now the world thinks I go to Applebee's. It's the, it's the randomness. Well, you do go to Applebee's. Yeah, what's Applebee's today? Yeah, you do go to Applebee's, and, uh, and you don't go to... Fuddruckers. At least, at least I got a meal. Got free food. Yeah. And you got soul. free food and still complain. Yeah. I, I didn't complain after that. I didn't like send a message to him. I got my money back. And you didn't even want the money. They were like, no, you're getting your money. You're getting your money so you can't bitch. We're giving you free food. <laughs> at least it wasn't like full country buffet. Uh, I hope you- it doesn't taste like shit. <laughs> You know what? I gave you a lot of crap for that, but you know what? You're absolutely fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was incredibly dissatisfying going there today. Yeah, they've kind of went downhill. So, what did you have there? Ever looked fresh. Whatever <laughs> looked fresh. So basically, just a hand. I thought you were gonna say whatever looked fresh. So half of the mac and cheese plate. Half the mac and cheese plate. <laughs> Ham and the salads. <laughs> <laughs> so when when are we gonna hit a buffet again? Um, whenever you guys decide to go. 
No, whenever we, whenever Monty comes to town, man, we're not going to ramen. We'll go. We'll 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 go to ramen, and then we'll go to buffet, and then we'll go to ramen again for uh, breakfast. <laughs> oh, I miss Monty. Give him a call. Oh yeah, I, I think I was supposed to tell him that Borderlands Three got announced, but it's been months now. Yeah, he, yeah, he would know by now. He knew about Borderlands Three before they even announced it because he knows everything. He does. Like, like, awesome. remember, remember when he first started getting into vaping after like I was already doing it for a couple of years, and all of a and sudden, and like immediately, and, and like two weeks later, he's like the freaking vape expert. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, it's, just, it's like it's like. Do you have do you have the right RDAs and and the drip mods? And I'm just like, what the hell are you talking about? See, <laughs> so he read up on it and he learned it. He's the brain. What's this? I don't know. Didn't like Bobby the brain do that? <laughs> so what's next? The <clears throat> John Moxley finally lost the match at the G1. Doesn't really hurt his record as far as the G1 standings, though. But still, his undefeated streak in New Japan is definitely coming to an end. Well, I thought they were just going to have Okada and Moxley like plow through the competition and then face face off in the finals. Like That'd have been great. Who knows? He still that could still probably happen. Remember, G1 is <coughs> not elimination based. Somebody was mentioning that. Okada is like New Japan's Roman Reigns. He's New Japan's Orton. I think Okada cares a little bit more. <laughs> a little bit more. Not by much, but a little bit more. I can't see him as... I... Alright. Tanahashi is definitely the John Cena of New Japan. Nato, probably the Chris Jericho. But Okada hitting the dropkick <laughs> is like Roman with the Superman punch. <laughs> dropkick! <laughs> Ibushi is definitely fucking Daniel Bryan all the time. He's been dropped and killed on his head. Okada, Okada's a tough one. He could either be the Orin or the Triple H. What the hell? Is, what the hell is Naito? Naito, Naito is like Jericho. He's like, it's like a a plus douchebag Jericho. Yeah, he's like WCW Jericho. You think that Okada's gonna win, or you think it's gonna be somebody else? I mean, Okada. Because it's gonna be. It's either gonna be him gonna, or somebody Okada's else. Okada's gonna headline Wrestle Kingdom regardless. He's the champ right now. Yeah, but maybe they'll. <coughs> no, no, somebody else said they're gonna have Okada versus Okada. <laughs> <laughs> the only man that could beat himself. <laughs> no, or, or Brady has like, oh my god, he can't win. And, and all of a sudden, the ring just explodes. <laughs> right. I mean. Do you think Moxley's going to be in the finals? And he's, I mean, he's, he, he, he ain't winning a thing. Like, I mean, obviously, just, because no, by then, uh, by that time, AEW's going to be on the I air. Mean, I mean, unless unless New Japan and AEW work out this huge deal, which they already said that was kind of just because of New Japan's uh, relations with Ring of Honor, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows, you know? I mean, I feel like it'd be... It, Definitely give AEW a good advantage, but at the same time, you know, New Japan likes being exclusive. New Japan will not be doing themselves any favors. It'd be like, be like, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna push uh, Kenny Omega to the moon. Oh wait, he just left. Mm-hmm. Now we gotta give it to 
fuck Jay White. <laughs> I, I knew you were about fucking to fucking hate Jay I knew White. you were about to go there. There's just something <laughs> about him. He's the Miz. <laughs> I respect the Miz way more than Jay White. Okay. He's like he's like Miz before he got popular Miz. Okay. He's like he's like Miz Tino of Alex Riley Miz. Okay. Jay- he's like Miz that won his first WWE championship Miz. But it's it's kinda like okay, so the thing with New Japan is that they always try to, they always try to, like, they, they try to hype up the big match. Like, you know, oh, this, like, anytime the, anytime they had Okada versus Omega, it was like, oh, this is such a big deal. Like, you know, you don't really get that with Jay White. Jay White's, like, mid-card indie guy. He is. <laughs> he's like, okay, fundamentally, he's, he's really good, but, so what? Like, he's, you know? You know what he is? He's the Baron Corbin of New Japan. He's just in a spot that he shouldn't be in. I think I like Baron Corbin more. <laughs> you want to know why? Because Baron Corbin on Twitter has a personality. Baron Corbin on Twitter is hilarious. Yes, that is true. Like, anytime <laughs> that, that one comment or that picture he had where he was next to Fer- the uh, Ferrari and Billy Gunn was like, that's not your car. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Let's see. Wrestlers, I would like to go to the finals of G1. Definitely Jeff Cobb. Like I said, I've always been a Jeff Cobb fan. The happy Hawaiian guy? Yeah. Ishii, especially after his match with Moxley, definitely should be up there soon. Speaking of people who should be in the finals, what the fuck is Tomatonga and them doing? I feel like I haven't heard much from them. Are they even in the G1? Nope. No? Nope. No. Oh, that's right, because they got their feud with the um, Briscoes going on right now. Yep. Yeah. The feud's good. Ring of Honor. Watch it, please. We'll get to that. Man, you it's like, ah, let's talk about Ring of Honor. Everybody else, everybody else right now is like, fuck Ring of Honor. You're like, fuck the underdog. Except for AEW. Fuck them. <laughs> right? Performance Center, um, like, recently they've had... A lot of um, guest guest trainers or act, or full time trainers. Like, so who's been down there recently? Chris Saban and just not too long ago, Gangrel. There was a there was a picture. Uh, I I know who you're about to mention, but there was a picture of the Road Dog and Gangrel together, and oh my god, they looked old as fuck. I was like, we just <laughs> saw Gangrel like at the HOH show, and he looked the same. In the ring, it was like, look at him. He looks like Gangrel. Right. But, out, but then but, seeing him in like regular clothes just makes it look, maybe, maybe makes it look old. Oh. Maybe we need to ask um, Dave Keener if um, put Gangrel in the back seat if he... Um, no, no, no. No, no, no. We need to say, Dave, or Keener, Keener, you have to get us an interview with Gangrel. Gangrel! Good evening! <laughs> If you don't understand this that inside joke, please go back to every single episode. <laughs> yes, episodes one through one hundred and twenty or whatever we're at. Seventeen or eighteen. Um, Danny Cage, we're gonna interview him Sunday. He was down at um NXT um training center. Where else is Danny Cage trained at? Um, Monster Factory. So, he trained guys like Matt Riddle, and the list goes on. 
So it's going to be a fun interview. Maybe we'll tell us some cool stories. Yes. And we get to ask him, who did you train? Blue Meanie. And, oh. and, and when you broke into the business, who trained you? <laughs> It'll be fun. It'll be fun to talk to him. Get to know the inside out of the whole independent. And see what happens. What's next? Happy birthday, Triple H. Happy birthday, Triple H. How old is he? Is he like 65? 50. Yeah, he's 50. 50. Oh my goodness. Hey, to be fair, I would love to look like him at 50. Dude, did you see that picture I showed you? It's like all three of them, four of them were all on a boat. Yeah. And it looked like it was the cast of Castaway too. Yeah. <laughs> That's... <clears throat> That's the case with any wrestler when they, you know, hit a certain age. It's like... Oh man, they look horrible. It's like, dude, they look better than us than we did back when we were like twenty-one. <laughs> it was like <laughs> they could be, they could be in their grave, and it's like, man, he's still in better shape than me. Man, <laughs> man, he looks skinny. <laughs> it's his bones. Oh, bone saws ready. So who let themselves go? Or I was like, man, what happened? Oh, the number Wrestlers one. Wrestlers have let themselves go. Like, seriously let themselves go. As far as, like, man, they used to... I was about to say Lex Luger. What the hell was that? Shit, so was I. <laughs> D-Lo Brown. Yeah, D-Lo, definitely. D-Lo got fat. D-Lo's always... Like, even when he was in really good shape, he was still pretty Yeah, but he was, like, he was at least, like, buff <laughs> fat. Like, buff fat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Is that, like, a... Buff Bagwell's brother? Buff fat. Dude, if you want to know who looks different... From, like, doesn't look, he went out of shape, got in shape, Big Show. Big yeah. Show's. Big Show has gone through buff. so many transformations, it's ridiculous. Did you did you hear what's going on with him? Coming up? Yeah, he's probably going to the Hall of Fame. No. He's, he's doing a, he's doing he a comedy a, show. He has a comedy show on Netflix. Oh, good for him. Yeah, I can't wait to watch it. I can't I'm, wait to watch it. You'll watch it, and you're going to love it. I'll watch the YouTube clips, and then fame judgment from there. But I did watch um, Batista's new movie, Stuberb. Stuber. Yeah, Stuber. That was um, cheesy, but had its moments. Well, it was like he, the man was saying, well, I mean, Batista's great, but he's not, like, acting-wise at the level of, like, The Rock, or even seen at this point. He needs... is more work. I mean, after... Because I mean, he's basically, I mean, he's basically, his highlights are the Marvel movies, and he, until he then, was like basically just like it's like he was made, were, he was made for the Marvel for yeah. the Marvel part. Yeah, it's basically D movie, D movie, D movie, C movie, C movie, then a Marvel movie, and then just like that, so on and so forth. But he, however, the one movie I did like him in, The Man with the Iron Fist, that was a good movie. You want to know what though? It's like going back to what The Rock said, the Hall of Fame. Hey. I did Doom. True. Dude, um, he did the, the one movie I did like him in was on the final score. Final score? Yeah, it's a, like, he went to England, um, his friend that died, he became, like, goddaughter of his daughter and all that, and they went to a soccer game and the whole stadium took terrorists, it's like sudden death. Here's a question for you. When we were talking about wrestlers that let themselves go, 
What about wrestlers that have gone through a ridiculous transformation? Al Snow, Billy Gunn. No, no, I'm, I mean, um, yes, those are perfect examples. Al Snow looks ridiculous. Billy Gunn's always looked ridiculous because Billy, yeah. Billy Gunn's basically a guy goes like, yeah, I'm, I'm a roids guy. Yeah. I don't give a fuck, like you know. But uh, what about Sheamus? Oh yeah. You see yeah. the latest pictures of him? He looks, he looks really cut. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's basically from his that one YouTube show he does now, the workout one. Yeah, but it's like, I mean, Sheamus looks so trim compared to where he was at before. It was like, I'm waiting for him to make his two or five live debut. Yeah. Oh. It's like yes, we're gonna get you down to two hundred and five pounds, and you could just be the next uh, Neville, just like plowing through the competition. Who let himself go, or who changed? Um, Tammy. Tammy she uh, yeah she let go big time <laughs> she let go and gave it to everybody else it's like uh but wouldn't you like let's say your loved one died in front of you you know what I mean okay TNA would you change too she was fucked up before then she was fucked up when she was with Candido uh maybe uh I mean Sunny days happen way before Candido's death. Yeah, that's true. So um, she's always been like a shit show. I got one. Shawn Michaels. He let himself go. Not really. He's, He's got he, balls. No, no. Michaels, that left eye was crazy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Michaels for being his age. Like It's like, okay. If you're not looking at his lazy eye, it's like, man, dude, you're really ripped for like a 50 plus year old or whatever okay. he is. Austin's still in great shape. Yeah, he was actually doing like 300 pound squats the other day. Yeah, 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 he is still in good shape. Or what about, uh. Dude, he needs to keep his pimp in strong too. No, no, no. People that need to let themselves go. Ric Flair, stop lifting weights. Your heart sh- <laughs> cannot support it anymore. Hulk Hogan, he's still yeah. in good shape. Not, uh, no, no, no. He. He needs to. Uh, Hogan, Hogan he just is, has the no. arms. He has the beer. He has the beer gut now. No, Hogan is an example of where it's like, yes, I like to, things that the camera are going to focus on, I want to make look really good. Yeah, exactly. So it's, he's in a really good bodybuilder shape. Yeah. For his age. He's got his arms, everything else, not so much. Because uh, he ain't going to be hitting a leg drop on anybody anytime soon, so. Mm-hmm. Kempeter. He let himself go. He looks like um, somebody's dad. Man, and you know the best part? Ooh. Valvinus. No, Valvinus looks the same. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. Uh-uh. I watch this weed channel all the time. No, Valvinus looks so good. Valvinus looks completely different now. No, he's more of the weed guy. So he, didn't, he didn't gain weight, he didn't lose weight, he just... He's more of the weed guy. So Rob Van Dam, definitely, too. He's like, he, he's noticeably slower in the ring now. But he's old as fuck. I mean, dude, he's like old. He's still old enough to put on. Well, age doesn't matter when you're a wrestler, but still, <laughs> he can do you can everything. Tell, he can, can tell do. His, he can still do all of his moves. He just does it half speed. Exactly. It looks like he's in slow motion for all of his moves now. So he can say, you know what he needs to do? He needs to start playing up the. Um, he needs to play a Matrix character. Be like, look, I'm just in the like, Matrix. The best way you can tell is look at the old. I forgot what uh, year it was, but it was basically the hardcore 
title slash Intercontinental title match he had with Dreamer. Yeah. It's that opening sequence is the same one he did. They did with the um, Impact when they came to Philly not too long ago. Look at the two of them together, and it's it's noticeably different. It's noticeably. But different. we're also talking about Dreamer, who is definitely not. The, he was not the same ten years ago. Dreamer's <laughs> problem is that he's been wrestling injured for a while now, and just hasn't gone to get you know the recovery that he needs. Yeah, because once he gets surgery, he's just done. Pretty much. But yes, it's really hard to look at Van Dam now compared to like 2001 Van Dam when he was like basically the equivalent to, to all the people that is like masturbation material in like NXT. It's like, oh, seven star match. Like, you know, that was Van Dam like back in 01. <clears throat> that was another wrestler where like the areas that you, they're supposed to focus on are still great. But everything else isn't as great. Brock. Well, no, besides Brock. Tony Atlas. Arms, still ridiculous. Everything else, no. But, you know the you know the running joke, uh, before we move this, um, the running joke with, uh, with Brock was always, well, besides the fact that he just fluctuates based on his cycling or whatever, mm-hmm. which he clearly does, but it's the fact that it's like, oh, look, Brock missed leg day. It's like, no, his legs are still humongous. It's just that his arms are that much bigger. Yeah. He looks like the buff chickens in Looney Tunes. <laughs> now I feel like playing that sound clip again. <laughs> SummerSlam card. How's it shaping up? Uh... Because we don't, don't have really it in front of you, I'm just going to... Um, other than the, the fact that... No, hold on a second. I'm going to pull it up right now, so... There was also a lot of... Uh, There's only, like, two matches I'm really looking forward to. But there was also a lot of rumored matches that might happen, and we'll talk about that in a second. The card looks good. Okay, so we got... I'm just going off the Wikipedia page. Uh, we got Trish versus Charlotte, which you already mentioned. I what do you think to... they should do with that match, besides the fact that they... Sh- Charlotte should go over. I think it should draw first. The match should get a draw. A draw? Yeah. Put one week before SummerSlam. How are they supposed to get a draw? No, I'm talking about the SummerSlam. Exactly. Have it's, it a draw. But time limit. A draw? A time Dude, limit so, draw. I don't Dude, think they would bring... Char- they don't. They don't have. They don't have time limit draws in WWE. I'm just saying something to like keep them both like nobody wins. Push it till WrestleMania. Uh, that's too much. You gotta remember, they're Trish not, is a mom. So they're, she's not they're a mom. Not, be two dollars. She's a mom. Huh? She can still do both. Look at everybody else. By the time WrestleMania rolls she's around, not a look, regular wrestler. By the time WrestleMania rolls around, they're gonna have Ronda back because obviously she's gonna want that paycheck. Mm-hmm. And then we're gonna have to figure out what they're gonna do as far as Ronda, Charlotte, and Becky go because they're still gonna be the three people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Trish is. Trish is there to put Charlotte over. Yeah. And then Charlotte could, you know, move on and whatever the hell she's doing next. This is basically just to make Charlotte look good so when Ronda does return, if they just go the Ronda and Charlotte route, there's, like, some momentum for that. See, I I disagree. I I think... I I don't like when they have non-finishes... 
two big four pay-per-views. Yeah, and they're not in... Considering where that match is probably going to be on the card, it wouldn't really make much sense for them to make it a draw. Because SummerSlam has always been considered the second biggest show of the year. Mm -hmm. Like... If they had a draw at, say, Survivor Series or, or the Rumble, that'd be a different story because those could lead towards WrestleMania. But SummerSlam is supposed to be, like, the big blow-off card for the summer feuds. Mm -hmm. So, but, by the time Charlotte and Trish... No, see, because I want to see... Trish go all the way to... Because then they're going to have to have her wrestle other matches. And, like, the thing with her is that you she's supposed to be... You put them in Survivor Series matches against each other for Survivor Series. They're still gonna run the. They can end up to run something. But with it the would be dumb to end with, with, with the Survivor Series match though, they're probably gonna run the Horsewomen like Survivor Series match. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. You know, but I think <clears throat> I think Trish wants to come back, and I mean she'll come back every now and then. But I don't see her being like a regular. She ain't coming back full time. Because mm -hmm. once she comes back full time, then like the if she comes back full her, time, her the charm of her even being around. Is 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 gonna wear off real quick? Mm -hmm. Because although she she was really good back then, but it doesn't hold up as much now. What's the next match? Oh, this is your favorite match: The Miz versus Dolph Ziggler, which might return, which might turn now, into the thing with Dolph that, versus Goldberg. But the thing with that is that's just like basically supposed to be a red herring. Because if you notice, Ziggler's been basically talking shit about Goldberg every chance he gets on the TV. Gotcha. So it's supposed to be a red herring, and it's, he's supposed to be basically fighting Goldberg. Could it be like, could they do like change it and make it a tag team match? Go, because you if don't know. If they make it a tag team match, who's tagged with Ziggler? Ziggler will pull somebody who. Goldberg wants to make up for the shit show that he had with The Undertaker. But would you want to see a Goldberg versus. No one wants to see a Goldberg anything. <laughs> see, I want to see Goldberg murder Dolph. Okay. Yeah. See, that's I mean, what see you could do it in a tag team match and have Miz and him win, and then Ziggler and whoever, um, Sami Zayn. Let's put Sami Zayn and have them lose. I, I, I want to see what kind of sell that Dolph does for the spear. Uh, you know, it's going to be crazy, or at least the jackhammer. What's next? The jackhammer. He's gonna like. He's gonna sell. He's gonna sell it with the rock flip from the stunner. It's like jackhammer. And where the hell is Dolph going? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's running in the back to take a shit in the toilet. Okay. Yeah. Jackhammer and Dolph just shit his pants. <laughs> What's next? AJ Styles versus Ricochet for the United States. Okay, side. that's gonna be a tight match right there. That's gonna be a great match, but I definitely see AJ Styles going getting the win. Oh yeah, going. You're gonna see that, but. AJ versus Ricochet, though, is turning into the, uh, it's kind of like AJ versus Kevin Owens, where you know that they have the potential to put on an amazing match, but they yeah. always end up having simply a, simply just a good match. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's kind of, that's, that's kind of the, or it's a great match and a bullshit finish. But that's one of the big frustrating things about, what was, what was the last... A match, a match that comes to mind when it's like, wow, it was a really good match, and no bullshit happened. It was, it was like Rollins versus Styles. Yeah, yeah. And when did that match? That match was what last SummerSlam? Was it that long ago? No, no there was a couple. No. Oh no, it was Money in the Bank. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, the tag team titles—they had a lot of them. Um, the recently on Raw. 
Well, it's like no bullshit. Yeah, but again, the tag division is, is it's going through a repairing process. Because only a few months ago, like, the Revival were just a couple of jokes. Yeah. You know? And there was literally no tag team division at all. It's true. What's next? Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. If Kevin Owens loses, he will quit WWE. Well, we already know that's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Kevin's going to be out. The, the new, well, they're trying to make him the new Stone Cold. Or, Stone, or Kevin Owens does lose. He just keeps on coming back. and Like how Stone Cold just came back every time. Kevin Owens loses and he uh, goes on a rampage on the indie scene. Oh, my gosh. dude! No, I he, still wish that they would have done that with CM Punk. Like when he when he, when he um, left, quit, yeah, because they were like because even even Punk went on record when he was talking about that he was like, yes, it would have been great to have like a six month build where basically I just go on the indies with the WWE title and just like do whatever with that. I'm the champion. That would be great. But this is WWE we're talking about. Everything has to happen in like one or two weeks. So see the I bet that would happen if now because you have Evolve out there. You have, like, Evolve and ICW, but it get kind of stale if they're just bouncing back and forth between those two. Yeah, we need to have, like, Kevin Owens at HOH. Right? Oh or some, something like that. Or, uh... Kevin Owens <laughs> running around, um, Impact. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Owens shows up as a fan in AEW. <laughs> He's like, hey, I just bought a seat. Like, you know, why am I not allowed here? I'm a fan. You gonna have a problem with your fans? Go, good job, Cody, good job. Oh, my God. Like, can you see Kevin Owens doing that as a first show? Good job, Owens. I mean, good job, Cody, good job. Yeah, Kevin- I am the real KO, Kenny Omega. <laughs> and then Cassius Owen goes, what the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> oh, no! What else? If WWE loved their fans, we would see Kevin Owens hit Shane McMahon with a package pile driver. Right. Ooh. Ooh. Because Shane is willing to do the stuff that is well, not allowed on Like Vince McMahon said back in the day, if he does it, everybody else should do it too. So that's how they'll reintroduce the baggage pile driver. If my son will take it, you better take it, damn it. <laughs> okay, what's next? Kofi Kingston versus... Well, I'm... Kofi yeah, Kingston. Kofi versus Randy Orton. Stupid, stupid. Randy Orton Kofi, should win. no. Fuck that. Kofi needs to win. Because this... Because... Okay, here's the thing. Kofi's championship title run... It needs to the the end game needs to be him beating Orton. After that, they can do whatever the hell they want with uh like Kingston. If Orton wins, that basically means yes, me calling you a stupid ass was totally justified. And it does it does Kofi no favors, and they basically just waste everybody's time. I'm okay with it. I know you're okay with it because you don't have logic. Because I like Orton. I'm an Orton fan. You're not a Kofi fan. Oh, that's right. Because, well, it's because it was just the whole black thing. That's the reason why I won the WWE title. You say that. I didn't. You said that months ago. You said that right after they won. I said if they did it. Yeah. You said that right after they won. Yeah, because I thought it was like the whole, oh, the fans going crazy. Oh, but that's going to happen with any 
black WWE wrestler who wins the WWE championship, they're going to be the first. Why? Because it never happened before. They're going to play that up. Ron Simmons. World Heavyweight Championship doesn't count. We're talking about WWE champion. I know, but Ron Simmons was was a champion and, and... he was a world champion. owned by WWE now, so he was a world champion. We're talking about the WWE Championship lineage. We're not talking about the Damn. other titles. We're not talking about the other titles because then we could talk about Booker T having the the most world titles. heavyweight championship, having it five times. Five but again, we're talking about WWE five title. Times. That was the big story. Yeah. And The Rock doesn't fucking count because. He, Why? Why doesn't it count? Because The Rock himself does not push the fact that he's black. He pushes the fact that he's Samoan. Mm-hmm. Why? Because uh, you don't fuck with Samoans. Because you know you talk shit on them, they'll kill you. Yeah, true. Yeah. I would much rather <laughs> put it this way: I would much rather fuck with a black person than a Samoan person. No, that's true. I agree. <laughs> like that's that's the same thing with like when my um one 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 of my friends was uh, talking to me about uh he said uh. You don't want, you don't want to mess with a Puerto Rican. Puerto Ricans, they, they don't, they don't do anything with guns. They'll just stab you. So. Yeah, that is. And I thought that was a joke until I heard other people say that. I was like, oh my god, it's for real. <clears throat> so, what's next? Okay, here's a question. No, we're we're not done this. We're not done. We're this. not done this. What? Why? Why do you feel besides the fact that you're just a Randy Orton fan? Why do you? Where do you feel that they would go? After if Orton were to win, where do you go from there? Because exactly. we're because we're talking about storylines. Like, where does Orton go from there? Because Kofi just goes straight down the fucking tubes. What do they do with Orton after that? Nah, you keep on um pushing it, and like or um, then Kofi goes, I need that title back, and he comes back and beats Orton. But you don't want that to happen. Why not? Because you, because you're a Randy Orton fan, you want Randy to be the champion. I want Randy to win, and I want to see a better storyline. Well, what better storyline do they possibly? Kofi needs to get away from New Day. What better storyline do they have than the storyline they're running right now? It is a ten-year storyline. Yeah, it's boring. How is it boring? It's boring. Boring. How is it boring? Dude, like you need, like you need the little. Get rid of the whole pancake shit. That's like the dumbest thing in the world. We're talking that's about the main that's focus. Not I know, but he throws line. pancakes everywhere. That's not the storyline. I'm line. tired of the pancakes. We're not talking about the New Day. We're talking about Orton versus Kofi. Yeah. That is the storyline. Okay, ten years ago, he called him stupid, stupid. Okay, cool. Now you need to build that storyline in the future. They are. It's literally it's, ten years in the making. It's boring what yeah. the hell is entertaining to you you don't make any sense Daniel you're the Bryan one saying winning. you're the one that's saying that we need to build storylines and we have a current storyline this is bullshit that's no, probably so- the best main Ross but but you're a fan of Trish versus Charlotte that basically just got together and said let's just have a match that's a storyline yeah good story. all right you're fired um <laughs> no no <laughs> I just don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> You're giving me a damn headache. Okay, Bailey versus Ember Moon. Oh, this is a great storyline. Why are they wrestling? Oh, because oh. Bailey picked Ember to be her opponent. 
Oh, great storyline. You're my opponent. Awesome storyline. No, there's storylines going on. Um, Moon screwed um, Bailey over on a loss. So now they won't have a match. No, they won. And then Ember pushed Bailey back into the ring so she could get attacked by Charlotte. And then took both of them out. And then when they were attacking the other day, after Ember lost, Bailey gave her the Bailey the belt. See that? Storyline. And Moon's gonna win. That's the storyline that Moon's gonna win. That was built up in like what two weeks? Yeah. Oh man, that's the storyline. You know what? You make about as much sense as Vince McMahon saying that WWE is sophisticated. <laughs> okay, I need to stop. <laughs> oh. DB Richards is sophisticated. Yes. What's next? Now I can't stop thinking about that. <laughs> Dave is sophisticated. What's the next match? Dave is sophisticated. What's the next match? That's what's next. Dave is sophisticated. Let's talk about pooping. Ooh. Did you shit your pants in the ring? That's sophisticated. Yes. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> the smile on your face was the same as when we were watching that uh, that car chase clip. <laughs> <laughs> who's that? Who's next? Becky versus Natalia. Natalia. Another match that was kind of... Th you see, now I'm comparing these storylines to the one that you have an issue with. And I'm like, these were literally thrown together like, oh, I don't like you, let's have a match. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it was thrown together. And then for whatever reason, they just incorporated Fit Finley into it. Because he likes to fight. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah, remember... The clip where they were showing a uh, Philly training on Natalia how to uh, get out of the disarmor. Yeah. And, like, Becky came in during the training session and, like, beat him up and then beat Sh uh, Natalia <laughs> up. Did he, did he put a, did she put Finley in the uh, armbar? Try to get out of it now! <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear her say that in the most unflattering voice that Dave cannot stand. How, how would she say that? Are you going to tap out now? Like, or no, it sounds know. like um, I don't know how the hell she talks. I, I, I can't talk like Becky. Okay. Okay. I don't have a, I don't have an Irish accent either. That was my Irish accent. <laughs> I know. You know the absolute worst thing is when somebody tries to imitate an accent and they're not even close. Yeah, that was us. <laughs> <laughs> it's like somebody trying to do a British accent. You can do. Hey, what about you? Tell ya. Tip tip. You need to talk. Bloody about hell. Bloody hell. Bloody hell. Do you guys even know what a British accent sounds no. like? No. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I Just do. Just talk like Regal. No, there's other... There's different... dialects. Why the hell do I just think this? How would, how, would, how would William Regal say Adam Cole, baby? Adam Cole, baby! That's him cold a bit. Like, <laughs> right there, right there. You just said it right there. Or uh, what was the other one they used to do? Was a uh, umanga. 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 <laughs> no, it was a. Uh, oh, that was right. It was when somebody said, um, "Kenny Omega's, uh, Kenny Omega's Donald Trump gimmick, Kenny Omega." <laughs> so, so that's how that's how Regal would say, "Kenny Omega." I know what I know how English accent sounds. All right, let's hear it. I can't do one because I'm American. 
Dude, I didn't no. follow my mom around going, tip, tip, cheerio, all that kind of crap. You, but you always talk about your British heritage. So. I do have a British heritage. Yeah. But I'm not from British area. But it should come naturally for you. It's in your blood. Can Korean, does that come in your blood? Yes, it does. Can I speak Korean? Yoboseo, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you just got fucking old. <laughs> Do you know more? I'm gonna say, oh, dickhead. <laughs> Do you know anything else? Bungle tongue. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it means fart soup. I know Japanese. Um, watch anime. <laughs> so. <laughs> I didn't say there was anything wrong with him. <laughs> You're getting all defensive over it. Man. What's the next match? <sighs> Brock versus Seth. Brock over. I hope Brock just plows I hope Brock, I hope Brock fucking did what, does what he does to... to um, hold on, let me rephrase this. I want Brock to beat Rollins just like he beat Orton at SummerSlam. No, I, I want it to be more like Cena. Because Cena was entertaining. What about Zach Gallon? Orton Gallin? was uncomfortable. <laughs> what, about, what about Zach Gallon? That was uncomfortable. Yeah, that, was, <laughs> that was just wrong. That was fucked up. That wasn't even uncomfortable. It was more fucked up when he threw him at the ring post or when he threw him down the stairs. Threw him down the down stairs. stairs. <laughs> throw him down the stairs. Throw him down the stairs. It, it's cool. He choked him out so he didn't even feel it. <laughs> or, or the part when he saw him down the stairs with a wheelchair on top going like this <laughs> <laughs> laughing like a villain okay my my whole thing I'm thinking about it all a title change has to happen SummerSlam why does it have to happen I mean it probably yeah. won't be the world title it'll be a title yeah I one of the titles need to change and I don't know which one who's the IC champ right now it's um not more. Right, there's right, been right. there's been pay per views where no title changes have happened. Oh, that could be a match too. Nakamura versus um Ali. It'll be a pre show. That's match. probably what's going to be the match because remember Balor's taking on the Fiend. And that was a good match. Um, that happened on um Sunday. I mean Tuesday. Oh is yeah. It, is this Smackville? Smackville. Is it Demon Balor or just regular Balor? It's regular Balor. They need to have they need to have Demon Balor. They're trying to protect uh, Demon Balor. No, they need to have Demon Balor get squashed and put on the back burner so that Balor can come back as like OC Balor. Yeah, that'd be great. And then like once Balor eventually turns face again, he can just be the Demon again. Yeah. Ooh, better yet, this was a. There's a reason why they're not playing up the Demon versus Bray Wyatt because last time that happened, uh, that was the absolute worst thing ever. It was so bad that they literally oh, just we gotta said, make, We gotta get rid of this. It now. was so bad, it was literally a miracle that it never happened because he just conveniently got the mumps. No, the thing, no, the thing that would have made that work though, I smell candles upstairs. Mm. The thing that would have made that work is if. Wyatt beat Demon Balor and then basically had control of Demon Balor. That'd be great, too. Where, where he was like, yes, now you are my pet. Now go out and beat this guy up. No. Or better yet, he's... It's just a demon on the Firefly Funhouse. 
All of a sudden, the demon's one of the puppets. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He transferred the demon power. He transfers the demon powers into one of the puppets, and all of a sudden, all the other puppets run away. <laughs> okay. Hi, I'm Dan Demon. <laughs> Come on, man. You have to say, it's like what Vince McMahon would say, that's some good shit. That's some good shit. But basically for that match, Bray is obviously supposed to go over and squash the shit out of Balor so that he can take some time off. Yeah, Balor is taking time off. So get ready for a lot of time off after this pay-per-view. Speaking of time off, where the fuck has Rusev been? Time off. For what? They have, no, they have nothing, nothing for him. To do. Oh. And it sucks because he's more talented than anything. Yeah. Dude, guy's good. They should probably just do what they did with Fondago and just bring him back to NXT. Oh my gosh. Do something with him. Dude's so talented, but you don't want to push him. Because he got over by accident. And Vince doesn't like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All the people that did that. Zack Ryder. <laughs> Rusev. Elias. Kurt Hawkins. Oh, Daniel Bryan. No. Yeah, he got him. He got himself over. Daniel Bryan was already popular. Yeah, yeah but Bryan's also at the point in time where it would really be in Vince's best interest to not bury Bryan. Yeah. Because there's some people where it's like they're so popular that they basically they're like we have to keep pushing him. Yeah, but it was it was hard for him to push him. If you remember, at first his 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 wrestle. The thing that was so amazing about the WrestleMania storyline was that it was that he, everything just fell into place perfectly. Oh yeah, it did. It, it was like okay, this wasn't supposed to happen, but now we really need to run this. Because if you remember, they shit on him on NXT. Well, they shit on everybody on NXT. No, not really. That NXT they did. That that era of NXT, yeah. It was like when Cena basically just squashed all of Nexus. Yeah. But, like, dude, Daniel Bryan got over because he said yes, no, yes, no, and got over. You know what I mean? I mean, because at the time, it, it just, you do something that just starts clicking and it clicks. It's like the what chance. Oh, my God. I know how you feel about oh. the what chance, but still. What? No. What? No. 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 But like, who else? Who else got over easily? Um, the best part about um, Elias's character is that you totally know that he was supposed to be a complete joke. Yeah. yeah. Like that was the thing was that it was like okay, this is this he is obviously a jobber character. Yeah. And like but somehow he just got himself over. Yeah. Not even really doing much. And like keep in mind, like I've said before, Elias wasn't even as popular like that in NXT. Braun Strowman. He was more irrelevant in NXT than he was on the main roster. Yeah. Braun Strowman got himself over. Oh hell yeah, definitely. He got like. Here's the thing with Strowman was the fact that he was funny. No, no. It, well, it was it was that, and also back when he first started. Because here's when he first started. Was that you know? I think the chair shot got me over. Oh, oh, I think oh, it was oh, just you were like, geeking out for that. I think like, it was just the crazy athleticism they have, like the, the kick ups and the drop kicks well, and stuff. Well, this well this was one of the main things that they were talking about because remember remember back 
when because uh, at first we thought oh he he's not he's not taking a bump because he doesn't know how to take a bump because he's just a big bodybuilder guy and that seemed to be the case but really it was just wwe protecting his size mm-hmm. it was like it was like the fact that it was it's going back to an interview that kevin nash basically said where he was like yes you get these really big guys that can do these crazy athletic things but you're being marketed as a big guy. Be a big guy. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, and that was the same thing with Strowman. It was like, yeah, you're not supposed to you're not supposed to fall on your back. You're supposed to basically just be a brick wall. Mm-hmm. So then the second that Strowman started doing all these things, it just threw people off cuz it was like, "Oh my god, he could actually move. Like he could do a kip up." Yeah. I mean, yeah, granted the big show helped him, but he during training like he did it by himself. Like, they were talking about that, because Str- the one interview where it was like, oh, yeah, there's bets going around. Oh, Strowman, can you do a kip-up? And he did one. So. It's crazy. What's next? I, 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 I do have something that recently came up on Wrestling World. It's about AEW, if we can talk about that. I totally forgot about that. What's next, Fran? Can we talk about this one coming up? Oh, we gotta. Um, we're gonna fast forward through a couple of things. Let's talk about. Uh, wait, let me pull this up real quick. Okay. NXT Takeover Toronto. All right, oh. these are the mat- these are the matches that are on here. That's we're gonna a... we're gonna give quick opinions about each of them. Okay, so Candice versus Io Shirai. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, because Io is amazing right now, and she's like super. Yeah, hot you now. really love the evil bitch Io. I, I love her, dude. <laughs> I love it. Like she's just like she was hot before, but now she's just super hot. She's like bad villainous hot. Okay, Shayna versus Maya. Of course, Shayna's just gonna. Squash somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Kind of getting tired of it. Like, yeah. <clears throat> I, I, they're probably waiting for someone big to take the title from her. Velveteen versus Pete Dunn versus Rock. That match is gonna be so. What, what was the good. match? Velveteen versus Pete Dunn versus Roderick Strong. I would put Roderick Strong. That match is gonna be so fucking good. I would make Roderick Strong win that match. Yeah, I definitely think it's the. It, as much as I don't want it to happen. Is definitely the time where Velatine drops the belt. He ain't gonna drop it yet. No way. I think the straw. I want to see Pete. If he drops, he's definitely gonna be dropping the straw. I want to see Pete Dunn um, give the finger breaker to Dream and Strong at the same time. <laughs> like they're just holding hands, and all of a sudden Pete Dunn just comes up and just snaps them both. Oh my gosh. Oh, uh, the primetime players, I mean the Street Profits, versus the Undisputed Era. He's totally doing it. Right there. Versus the Undisputed Era. That's going to be a good match. <laughs> They're all th- going to be good matches. I think that, I think, um, well, uh, I Street think Profits is going to lose the titles because it looks like they're going to get moved up to WWE. Nah, I don't see it happening quite yet. I think it is because I think they want to put all the titles on Undisputed Era. Adam Cole versus Giant Gargano. Do you, do you... Adam Cole's retaining. Yeah. yeah, but where does Gargano go from here? Does he stay in it? Like, do they he stays. move him up? No, like... he stays. Because 
He's a good feud with what else? Uncle. What else does he possibly have to do in NXT? He's basically like NXT. he's gonna get like one more match to put over like the next biggest because side. NXT is and then going he's gonna go up to the main roster. He's gonna get the same Rollins treat, uh, the same as Andre. No, 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 no. Because NXT is going to F1, so they need stars on F1 when they go on same night as AEW. Yeah, but the thing about NXT is the fact that like NXT has always NXT is going to be NXT has always gotten over on their strong booking, correct? And like and and look and because everybody will talk about like oh you know these guys are so amazing, but it's like they made Lars Sullivan watchable. They have nothing to worry about. You know they, yeah. they've taken people that really would be just complete shit shows on the main roster and they made them look great. I bet, yeah. But my whole thing is that's why they're putting all the titles on Undisputed Air. So guys like Johnny, they're going to be the ones that are going to be feuding in the future. They need to have Undisputed Air versus the OCS Survivor Series. Like Versus who? The, the, the club. Oh, right, right. Who else will be joining the, cl- um, the club? Balor. Okay. Either that, or they're gonna, because like the other thing that they keep having, they keep having is like te- you know doing the whole teases back and forth matches with uh, New Day and or yeah New Day and um, OC or whatever you want to call them. Because mm-hmm. so. NXT is leaving is leaving the network is going to be on F one, so they're gonna try to put on a great show, taking on AEW. So you need Johnny still. In. They're just going to demote some other guys. that, And those guys are going to be happy as hell about it. It's like, hey, look, we're getting used. Which is why they had guys like Fan- Fandango, who wasn't doing anything. Rusev, well, Rusev would be amazing. We'll find out, because NXT is going to be a major own company, and it looks like people like um, Evolve and all of them are going to be the, the training centers. Evolve already is. Yeah. They basically they've basically been the NXT's farm league. Yeah. So that's my opinion. And if you disagree, that's cool. I'm I'm cool with it too. It's like disagree with what? My idea of the matches. With the matches? Yeah, I said who's gonna win and I said it's gonna be undisputed Eric gonna take all the titles. Yeah. But again, I didn't disagree with Gargano losing. Like uh, I, I agree with that. It's just that where do you go from there? You know, I don't know. I mean, are you just gonna have Adam Cole beat Johnny Gargano over and over again? I mean, I know that they would have great matches every time, but like, what do you do with that besides that? Or have them start feuding later on, like when the show starts? We don't know. We don't know what's gonna happen. That's what I love about NXT. I don't know what's going to come next. Where the hell is, uh... How's this looking going, um... Where's Matt Riddle at? <laughs> like, he's not, he's not even on the card. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. That's different. He's busy at home getting high. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want to bring something up. Uh-oh. No. Okay, AEW signed a stuntman named um, Marco Stunt. Yeah. An independent wrestler called um, Gunnar Miller 
is pissed off because they hired somebody out of the blue for stunts. And he's been wrestling for so long and he's pissed off. And he's going off on the internet that on AEW and um, the Young Bucks wrote something back. And so it's like a Gunner's pissed off. You know what I mean? Well, that's on him. He should be happy for other people. You need to work on your craft. Maybe somebody will sign you. But he, he's been on Facebook going crazy over the signing. and Well, he needs to shut up. That's basically it. If, if, if he knew how professional wrestling is, he would know that basically each company signs people based on needs. You know? It's yeah. like, we need somebody like this. You know? So... Because there's plenty of there's p- plenty of non-signed indie names out there that have been wrestling for 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. What about those people? And they're probably better than him. Yep. You know, are they are they going to shit on him? No, nah, because the code of wrestling, you be happy for others. The code of wrestling. Yeah. The <laughs> ring honor code. Handshake every time. But don't get upset for somebody else. There is there is no honor in wrestling, okay? <laughs> Except for ring of honor. Ellsworth, he shouldn't have been in Dota, but got over. And Vince kept him. <laughs> Fuck Ellsworth. Hey, I still love the whole him winning the first woman's. I know. You'll 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 be you'll be in your casket talking about like, oh man, Ellsworth. Oh, I loved when he dropped the belt. Like it was awesome. <laughs> and when he botched the Styles Clash. Ooh. And of course, I don't understand that. Of all the people that AJ Styles could have saved off a of botched Styles Clash, he saves that piece of shit. It's yeah. like, fuck you, Roderick Strong. Fuck you, Finaki. You should know how to take it. Ellsworth, oh, I already knew he wasn't going to know how to take it. <laughs> Plus, if I botch the Styles Clash in WWE, they're going to ban this move, so. Yeah. But, so, Gunner's going crazy on the internet, and... Wah. That he should be happy for others and hope his um work a little bit harder and maybe he'll get somewhere. I'm waiting for you to say something. What? Snowflake? No, no, that's not exactly what I was about to say. Uh, what, what are you really looking for? You say, uh, he needs to stop being a snowflake. He needs to stop being a snowflake. Nah, man, he just needs to man up a little bit. Yeah. And he needs to stop being a stupid liberal. A stupid liberal. <laughs> No, not today. I just think you should just be happy for others and work a little bit harder. And maybe there, there's people out there that should be in companies, but you can't put everybody in a company. You know what I mean? That's why you got Ring Honor. That's why you got Impact. Well, you could. It's called WWE. They have enough. They have enough talent to fill like five companies. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. And plus, they're getting ready to do. Um, Canada, NXT Canada, um, NXT China, NXT India. Well, supposedly. They're basically the Amazon of wrestling. We're just going to take everything over. We're going to take over. They should name the NXT Stampede. That would be a cool name. No. Why you wouldn't let the hearts run it? No, don't call it that. Because that would 
WWE and Stampede Wrestling. It doesn't matter. That's that would just kind of be like tea, tea bagging the longtime fans of Stampede Wrestling. Okay. You know, the, the the traditional fans. It's it's the same it's the same way how um when WWE was like oh we're gonna run Starcade as a house show uh, WWE Network special. Yeah, that pissed yeah, off bullshit. Like, and uh, and yeah, NXT would be a. Uh, I mean, it'd be nice if it had the NXT booking or whatever, but still, like, Stampede Wrestling was a much bigger deal than, you know, basically something that's WWE's farm system. It's true. Even though they did get a lot of wrestlers from there, so, it, you know, it just... Yeah, the whole <laughs> roster, really. It's like, yeah, we're just gonna take you all, like, you know, th- thank you, Stu Hart. <laughs> <clears throat> so, what's next? Um, Im- Impact signees... Who, who's, uh, test, test, not test, jeez, uh, Tanel Dashwood, whatever. Yeah, Tanel Dashwood signed well, with. What was the other one that you were, yeah, she signed, um, who was the other one that you were mentioning? I can't remember now. There was somebody else. That was the reason why I typed on it, because you talk, because you were talking about it. Yeah, and I totally forgot about it. Okay, so for now we're going to say Tanel Dashwood. Awesome. Sign. To Impact, right? Yes. yes. Did somebody sign? Oh, um, Kara Hogan. Yes, and I said, who's Hogan? And you said the chick with a really big ass. Yeah. Yeah, she signed with Impact, though. Well, re-sign. Re-sign, yeah. Lucha Underground star possible WWE signing, and you said the name, it was some unpronounceable name. L... El Hijo Day something. Yeah. So if you Google search that, maybe it'll pop up. Lucha Underground Star. Yeah. El D El Hijo Day um, Muertes. Uh, I don't um, know. You're you're butchering everything. I know, and then I and then I probably just said something in Mexican. That's See, like, I you know. wish you wrote this stuff down. I said when... Lucha Underground Star WWE News. Yeah, that's been so much easier if we write down the name. Why don't you write it down? Yeah, you're the guy that's all, got the notebook. No talk about mispronouncing a name. Your your precious your your precious notebook that you don't want us to ruin, but you're scribbling all over it. <laughs> it looks nice, doesn't it? No, it looks like some shit that somebody would do in elementary school when they're fucking bored. Because apparently this podcast is not entertaining you, and you have to scribble stuff. Oh Are you gonna start biting your nails too? And start scratching? Oh, you don't have any hair on your head. This guy talks about needing to go to a barber shop. Well, what the fuck for? All you have to do is shave your head. Excuse me. Then I enjoy my shave. Do, do, um, do, do, do you like when the barber goes like this? Was he supposed to cut your thoughts? <laughs> Dude, I get my hair cut. What hair? You don't the get, hair that was there. You don't get a haircut. All you have to do is take a razor and... You know, it's the same way as shaving. And if you miss spots, that's why you get the mirror. Huh? Dude, I am into the whole barber thing. Because you're a beefcake fan. Yes. I'm waiting for it to go through a window. <laughs> what's next? What's the thing you were talking... Okay, what's the thing you were talking about with Ring of Honor? Like, what was the big deal with them? Oh, they dude. They, to talk about been, last week. No, I wanted to talk about... Um, I watched Mayhem. And I watched Mass Hysteria. Okay. They were on 7-20-19. And the show was good. 
like Briscoe stuck on G.O.D. Um, you had Life, Lifeblood, your Hastings group, took on Villain Enterprise. You had um, Rush, Roosh, I think his name is Roosh, taking on T.K. Orion. Jay Lethal took on Matt David and Kenny King. And that was a hell of a match. You know what I mean? Dude, the guy I like the most in Ring of Honor is Dragon Lee. But this is the biggest issue with Ring of Honor right now. It's that, like, you know, when people talk about things that they need to do, the wrestling is there. They've never had an issue with having a good wrestling product as far as the in-ring product goes. But it's like their business dealings and, and certain booking aspects and, like, People, like, that that whole Enzo and big casting really bit them in the ass. Because, like, New Japan, like, their their side of their... The, that, the Madison Square Garden card. Yeah. New Japan's side of that card was great. And people were like, what the fuck is ROH doing? You know? Yeah. And ROH used to be, like, one of the places to be. And, yeah. And mm-hmm. now there's other options that just seem a lot more attractive. Like, these last two shows were amazing and I was like shit man I love the whole Briscoe but they need to but they need to stay consistent with that like you yeah know, that, that's why I'm like into the whole network and watching the network and hoping they um, need to have consistently good shows because even even for all the for all the complaints that WWE gets they do get good shows but they need to be consistently good like Takeover's worst card is still better than most others' best shows. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because they have that thought process of, like, you know, let's just put on the strongest wrestling product possible. And they're not really doing anything special. They're just doing everything the right way, you know. And then and then somebody else, you know, I mean, when, when people... When people take shots with criticism, or like when they they talk about uh, things that need to be worked on or criticisms and all that, and then you have somebody who actually does have knowledge and experience in the business, and they'll say, "Well, you're just a fan. You just don't know." And it's like, yes, but as a fan, we know what we want to see. So, why would the takeover shows or NXT in general be so good? Meanwhile, these other shows. Especially like, especially with places like Ring of Honor, because they've they've always done so well with being. Talent. Well, yeah. they no, they they've always done so well with cycling through talent. It's like when they lost big names to WWE, like when when um, Brian went to WWE, when McGinnis went to TNA. Yeah. When uh, Kevin Owens, when he left, when uh, Seth Seth Roll or uh, yeah, when Rollins, when but he that, left, that happened, Jimmy. But that was the thing was the fact that the way that they were running their product, it's they were running their product kind of the same way that NXT books. Yeah, it's like and NXT, it it does have that thought process because hey, these really big stars that we have, we're gonna have to cycle through them because they're gonna get called up. So NXT right now is basically Ring of Honor. When, yeah. when Ring of Honor is doing Dude. well, and that's the problem that that's the problem with uh, that's the problem that ROH has right now is the fact that with 
same same thing same thing happened with Impact Wrestling was when was when TNA went through their streak of really shitty booking is that Impact right now does have a good product but they need to have a long streak of where people are basically like yeah okay we know for sure that we're going to get this and that this just is not a fluke you know it's true so so, like, I both, both shows I gave them both 7.6. What the hell is the point six? Where do you get the, where do you get the points? Like, because nobody else does it. I'm doing it. That doesn't make you special. People don't do it because it's like, okay, where does that point one come in? What did somebody do during the show that said, you know what, this is a plus point one? Or, you know, there's two really good segments, so they're plus point zero fives. Dude, it's my mastermind. Well, tell from birth. Uh, <laughs> that's fresh. But H two O, I went to that in a couple um couple weeks ago. You know what I mean? Show was good. The arena was too hot. I was sweating. I thought I was in a heat box. So you were in an Amazon warehouse. Yes, I was. It's like, oh my gosh, please! But like, <clears throat> it was a good show. So I couldn't take it anymore because my stomach was turning. So I went outside and watched it from outside. But got the hardcore matches. And you know how much I'm not big on hardcore. Only if it makes sense in my world. You know what I mean? Like how like Dusty Rhodes with a bull rope. You know what I mean? Something like that. But how old ECW was. You know what I mean? But Dusty Rhodes with a bull rope. I wouldn't even. That, that wouldn't even classify as like. Anything that has quote unquote hardcore, it's more of old school NWA. Yeah, an old school NWA was it it was a style of wrestling on its own. It's like when Violence said he'll he'll have chain matches. Don't go through all the craziness. The stuff they were doing, they were going through glass. They were going through everything. Yeah, but the stuff when whenever you talk about the hardcore matches, you're you're it's not even hardcore. Like okay. There's hardcore matches, and then there's death matches. You're thinking of death matches. Yeah. Let's just have all this crap in the ring just because. Yep. Yeah. And I get bored. Death matches, hardcore, yeah. You know my favorite weapon, though, when it comes to that? Besides Singapore the, uh, Kane. No, no, no. No, that's... That's my favorite. Singapore Kane, that's WCW, WWE. You, you, see that, you see that on regular shows. We're, we're talking the... Bring your own weapons, ECW shows where people like give <laughs> give uh, a Nintendo to New Jack, <laughs> or yeah, or, how, or how about the or how about the death matches in CZW where one of their favorite like fucked up spots was a uh, giving people the weed whacker to the stomach. Oof. Yeah. yeah, and that was cringy every damn time. <clears throat> See, I can't do that. First, like nothing against. I gave um. H2O, 6.6. They had some good matches. <laughs> You're going to trick me every single time you say that. Because where do these point ones come in? Like, yes, this show got a 7.2. Where's the point two? What about just a 7? Why can't it just be a 6.5? Because that's cliche. Dude, because I want to put points in there. 6.5. But where does the point two come from? <laughs> It's my mastermind. I'm being different. There's different, and then there's different. 
<laughs> you guys are assholes on that one. I'm D.B. Richards. We're not ending this. No. We're not ending this yet. Because we need to go over the interview schedule. Oh, the schedule. How many other interviews we got coming on? We got 60. 6.6. Come on, say it. Uh, uh. I think you will enjoy this next one. Uh. Why, why don't you think you're going to enjoy it? Uh. Tell, tell me. Uh. It's like he doesn't want me to like care. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me... Get a quick look at it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, August 4th, uh. we got Monster Factory owner Danny Cage. Uh. <laughs> no, that's, no, it's, <laughs> no that's, that's pretty great. So, so we can say, so, did you have training sessions and then smoke weed with Matt Riddle? <laughs> also, who trained you? And who did you train? <laughs> who else did you train? So, so um, you're gonna he he does that. I think he does have a Wikipedia page. Can you look it up? I already looked it up. Did he? Yes. Okay. Cool. And We're the Monster on. Factory had a Wikipedia. Yeah. So. so you got Greg Spitz coming on August 11th for single shots. We're gonna finish up his stories that he has to tell, and we'll figure it out. Yes, because Spitz was so excited. About the interview that yeah. we could have went for a few more hours. But I had to go to work, which you did not have to mention to anybody because it's not their business <laughs> if I have to go to work. But thanks anyway. <laughs> you left it in there. I thought you would take it out. No, I don't, I don't care. And we got Frank Namoli on August 11th. Too. Now, well, how, how do you pronounce his last name? Nayo Namoli. Uh, okay. Um, he was Frank Cody. You know what I'm saying? Heard him? Yeah. Yeah. He wants to come on. I'm bringing him on on the 11th, too. So I'm going to do two shots, single shots there. So we're going to talk about the ribs. Because he wants to talk about ribs. Yeah, wrestling ribs. And then August 18th, we got Ethan Exec. And he was trained by Scott Hall. August 25th, Chuck Payne. September 1st, Mr. WrestleMania, Ike Phillips. <laughs> Kia. I can't pronounce his name. Oh, my gosh. Key. Rocky? Or, <laughs> oh. Kick. Kikoa. Kikoa. That's it. Kikoa. Kikoa is in ECWA. He's going to be taking on. I got You got that? Yeah. Okay. September. We don't have us. We have September blank. Sean Carr. September 29th. AJ Pan. AJ Pan. He's a manager for Mike Law. Yeah. October 6th is Chris Banks. October 30th, you got two people on here, or, or is it one? It's, it's one Elder person. Skelter, Rocky, Shiroki. Yeah, that's his real name. And then I was just tagging him. And then we have the icons, which it's fine. 
And actually, yeah, no, that was the last one was Helter Skelter. Was yeah. So, so if anybody is interested in being a guest co-host Kyle. or or interview, you have to contact DB Richards, who on Facebook is Dave Broker, or you could talk to Dave Keener or myself, but mainly those two because they are the two leads for the interviews. Um, don't talk to Jamak unless you're talking about uh, WW2K19. <laughs> Speaking of which, the premiere for 2K20 comes out this Monday. On my birthday! Awesome. Yes. Oh, happy awesome. birthday. That's right. I did see the screenshot of Bailey. They need to make her ass bigger. Just saying. <clears throat> it's your birthday. You see the you screenshot of six-pack Brock Lesnar? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Brock Lesnar when he cares. So, are you ready for Data Cage this Sunday? Yeah, because I want to know who trained him. <laughs> and I want to say, hey, Danny, when you train anybody, have they shit their pants? <laughs> Damn it, that was my question. You can ask that, too. He was trained by... Or, he was trained by... You want me to tell you? No! We want him to tell us. Okay. Who's, whose pants got soiled? In the training sessions, <laughs> who vomited in the ring? Because we are civilized podcast product. <laughs> so, also, the we had a meeting last week, and we went over a couple of things. We're still planning on doing a revamp of the of the fantasy wrestling league, but right now the current season is going to run through to WrestleMania, and then after that. Ex- expect to hear some news about that before WrestleMania, uh, before uh, this this next upcoming WrestleMania. So, also for anybody who wants to follow us, well, obviously you probably do follow us because you're listening to this podcast. But on Facebook, we are under the Inziguri Pro Wrestling Discussions. On Twitter, we are the Inziguri. You can also find our what about my Twitter. D.B. Richards. We're promoting the Enziguri. You can promote yours, but I'm getting Uh, the page. See? It's all about us, remember? I thought they were going to find me in there. Yeah. I'm on Twitter. Yay. Yeah, and if you go on Facebook, at the Enziguri, you can find D.B. Richards under Dave Broker. Also. It's Broker. I say Broker. It's Broker. Broker. Yeah. I'm allowed to I'm allowed to mispronounce because you mispronounce everybody's name. That's okay. Can you say my last name? Probably could too. Um, our test. Oh wait, I need to look at it first. See, you lose. lose. He, he loses already, even when you were looking at it. I so I don't want to hear anything, Brocker. Lazarte. Lazarte. Yes. Lazarte. Yeah, after you heard him say. No, it, I, I, I was thinking. I could say Brocker too, after you said it. So anyway, um, if you want to follow us on Facebook, it's the Instagram Pro Wrestling Discussions. On Twitter, it's the Instagram. DB's Twitter handle is slicebread underscore number two. T W O. Whatever. Slicebread two. T W O. Oh, that's right. I don't want to. I don't want to screw up when it comes to saying anything and bring people to a different page. Like Mr. Joe Biden. 
Did you hear about that? No, I haven't. I, you know me. I'm like, oh, I'll talk. I'll, 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 I'll trash this one too. Where he, uh, during the, during the Democratic, uh, the debate that they had, when Biden wanted to promote, um, getting information about his campaign or whatever, and he said, go to Joe. 30330 or whatever some, something like that people took that like it was a web page but he was really saying text this so when people went to the web page it was something that had nothing to do with him oh really yeah and i guess whoever his opponents were just completely jumped all over that it's like yes you need to be on top of that stuff mr ex-vice president <laughs> and this is why mr trump is probably going to get reelected. thank you <sighs> so fucking depressing. Oh, you're telling me. <laughs> what are you talking? It's gonna be huge. <laughs> oh, let's talk, no, let's talk about wrestling. Okay. Uh, oh, actually, you know what? There, there, there is. It seems very likely that he is going to be on SmackDown. Oh my god! Just because of the whole relationship with him and WWE and Fox. I can't wait to watch. That is going to bite them on their ass. Like, you know, yeah, because because he is a very polarizing individual, and WWE wants to cater to everybody. That's going to be a problem. You know, that's that's more of a case of Fox with their billions of dollars wanting to get what they want. You know, it'll benefit them because they don't give a fuck that half the people don't watch them. But WWE cares because that's going right into right into the amount of money they're making. So. But we'll see how that works out. Should be I think it's going to be well. I still want to see. I still want to see him take another stunner, Mr. Uh, President. Why do you want to see that? You didn't like that when he did that before. I wasn't a fan of it. Why are you not? You were not a fan of Donald Trump taking a stunner. Nope. That was awesome. How the hell is it awesome? He's my president. But he wasn't a president back then. Yeah, but. So you're just a Donald Trump mark. No, I didn't like... When was I a freaking Stone Cold fan? Why don't you like Stone Cold? Because he beats women. But you like people that teabag women. On TV. Um, I'm cool with that because I love Austin Aries. <laughs> <laughs> you see, Austin Austin Aries gets the pass and he has Austin in his see, name. See, That's see. the only Austin I like. The only Austin I like is Austin okay. Aries. It's not his fault. She was right near his balls. Oh my it's not his. It's fault. not. Der it's not. It's not Stone Cold's fault that Deborah's face was next to Austin's fist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna shout now because that was fucked up. Um, <laughs> and we're trying to promote a sophisticated podcast. <laughs> we're so sophisticated. So we also have. Um, we have I'm our we have our YouTube page, which if you go to it is has absolutely nothing to do with wrestling. But we are planning on changing that soon, and we we said that we were going to do that before. But there's actually a couple of ideas that Dave and a couple others have talked about. So yeah, I can't keep, wait. Keep stay tuned for that. Also, <clears throat> we like to give a shout out to. Everybody. Everybody who has supported us, who has followed us, who continues to listen to our 
podcast, and I said I wasn't going to list a bunch of people, but I still got to say number one fan is Dave Walker. Because he, no, Walker, he's, he's number one. I know, I know, I know, I know that. But what about today? What did we do? We had a business meeting. And we'll talk up and we'll and we'll mention. We should bring we should bring it up right now. No, we'll leave it to future discussion. No, this no, we'll, no, 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 no. We'll 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 talk about that more next week because we still we still need a cup we need a couple more things before we get that rolling. We'll, but we'll talk about that before we actually start doing it. That's what I'm saying. So there's a couple of extra things that are going on that's going to be exciting and. Um, the cat is. Why do we need more discussion? Our resident mascot has decided to grace us with. What do you presents. mean? What, why do we need more discussion? Yeah, he said we need more discussion. I thought we were cool. We are, but there's. But we were going to meet up again before we continue anything else. So. Oh yeah, they just did a. Sandbite. Anyway, what Dave is trying to talk about, he's saying that we have possible future advertiser, or we have a future advertiser that we are working with, and once we have everything in motion, in motion with that, then we will let you know. Also having to do with t-shirts, merchandise, and other things, like Spaceballs with Flamethrower. So, I can't wait for the Flamethrower! Exactly, because the kids love it. Dude, I heard you have a beehive outside. Want to take down? Hey, do you think I'll, someone wants to give me one of them? Anything else? You got anything to add? Or? Um, no, I'm good. <laughs> what is your number one plug? You got to get it out of the way. I know that it drives Dave crazy, and you know what? You can say a plug too. Okay. I would like to say thank you to Wrestling Cave for everything. Ace Porter. <laughs> That's pretty awesome of you. Shout out to Wrestling Cave and Market Club. PMW Fold Life. <laughs> You're so mad at him. <laughs> that's fine. You don't have another match. So that's all I'm going to say. What was that? That's all I'm going to say. Are you challenging me? I'm challenging you. I'm challenging somebody else that wants to completely ignore that I exist, even though I sent him a friend request months ago. Oh, really? <laughs> you know, I'm just going to pretend I didn't see that. So You want to get his attention? Just got to call out Gishi. No, it's cool. I, I mean, because because it's still real. Because it's still real to him. Damn it! And I I already have enough headaches on my plate. So. <laughs> well, you don't want him to cut a promo on you. Fuck that! <laughs> no, because I give people lots of material to work with. So so I don't want to deal with that shit. What the hell? Promos? It's just people having fun. Yeah. Oh gosh. Fun. Yeah, it's like people. It's like people having ride-alongs. Like you know, you're a like wrestling fan. You sure do not like when fans do wrestling shit. It's like you're a wrestling fan. Screw you and your fun. Like for real. <laughs> oh, you guys are cutting promos. That is Fuck not. You guys. That is not sophisticated of you. Immature. <laughs> <sighs> oh, okay. Sophisticated DB Richards. No, no, no. <clears throat> I am wrestling's antiperspirant. You are Mr. Enthusiasm. And you are... Just there. No. <laughs> you are cranberry awesomeness. 
Cranberry awesome. I just feel like my name changes every time. No, you're a cranberry awesomeness. Cranberry. Why awesome. did you get them cranberry juice? Well, I specifically asked for Mountain Dew this time. Uh, you can have this natural artisan water that somebody bought for me that I didn't ask for. I'm going to give you every drink that somebody during an Uber ride gives me, and I'm like, I didn't ask for Are you going to call him Mr. Fiji now? Someone must have really cared that you were giving him a ride, because that's like at least $8. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, are you serious? <laughs> yes. Dude. Damn, I better refrigerate this. <laughs> Alright, we'll see you next week. This is Frim. This is JCL. And I am somebody that you don't want to know. See you next week. Say your name. Oh, okay, Daniel Richards. Alright, thanks. Hi, everybody.